Hi, I'm Seth Atwater, the Literary Life Coach, and this is Bibliotherapy with the World's Greatest Books. Welcome back to our podcast, theme song, Literary Theme Songs. Um, today, uh, Seth is going to introduce us to a new character and a theme song, and we'll go for we'll go with that. All righty, yeah. So um, we've been talking about a lot of characters who are from uh, newer, more modern, or popular fiction, uh, and those characters are great too. But I thought uh, it might be a nice uh, change of pace to go and talk about one of my favorite characters from classic literature. So the character that I picked is probably my favorite villain of all time in any stories, just in general. Uh, and it is Captain Nemo from uh, Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. To give kind of a, a basic overview of his character, for those of you who aren't familiar with the story, or for those of you who are, because my interpretation of him might be a little bit different than yours, because one of Captain Nemo's big draws as a character is how mysterious he is, that it's not totally clear what his motivations are, why he's doing what he's doing. So Captain Nemo, before the story, ends up becoming kind of uh, disgusted with uh, humanity as a whole, with their all their wars and destruction of uh, of nature and stuff like that. Uh, and so he ends up deciding, uh, he builds a submarine, which doesn't sound especially impressive until you realize that this book was written before submarines existed. So, <laughs> uh, but he, he builds a ship that can travel underwater and goes and lives under the ocean by himself so that he can separate himself from humankind as a whole and so what exactly is his motivation for leaving and abandoning uh humanity there's a lot of interpretation as to why that is um but then after he does this and he's kind of off on his own in his own undersea world this is this is the part that's kind of my own interpretation but he he really feels to me in the book like he's got really lonely uh he he has a crew with him but he doesn't really interact with them and you know he's always by himself which is kind of what he wanted but he obviously is lacking in human companionship um and this loneliness that he has is makes him really kind of um miserable and he kind of blames that feeling that uh being miserable on humanity because he doesn't want to completely take responsibility for it himself right so it kind of he kind of leads him into this bitterness towards humans initially he just wanted to get away from them but by the by the time we actually start the story he's got this bitterness towards towards mankind that he he really just he blames them for his own problems as well as the issues and problems that he ran away from yeah so as he's he's blaming people for all of his problems and not dealing with his own emotions it kind of causes this whole downward spiral where he keeps getting more and more alone and more and more bitter and more and more destructive which is what leads him to be such a dangerous villain in the story so the song that i picked to describe captain nemo with this in mind 
uh, is the song Cave In by Owl City. And Owl City is one of my favorite artists, so I'm really familiar with this song. And so it kind of immediately jumped out at me as this really describes Captain Nemo to me as a character. So one of the things that you're that that Seth that you're doing here, which I think is really important to recognize as as you listen to these podcasts and as if you try to do some of these yourselves and create your own maybe playlist of of uh, literary characters and and music is that you're picking a very familiar character, one that you're very familiar with and that you love, and you're pairing that with a very familiar song and artist and one that you not only are familiar with but you love and so it again it's it's being able to find those things that you love and bring them out um and and pair them um that's one of the things that we're doing and that's what seth's done here he's been able to take his a favorite literary character and a favorite musician and pair them together and make a uh to to make it even more powerful that character and that song yeah absolutely uh, so then, um, guess just jump right into the the song and the lyrics. Um, the first verse says, uh, "Please take a long, hard look through your textbook, cause I'm history. When I strap my helmet on, I'll be long gone, cause I've been dying to leave. Yeah, I'll ride the range and hide all my loose change in my bedroom, cause riding a dirt bike down a turnpike always takes its toll on me." So <laughs> there's some fun wordplay in there that you might have to pick apart, but kind of the first part of it, uh, of this verse is, is talking about, uh, wanting to leave and to be, uh, separate from other people. You've got, take a long, hard look through your textbook. Cause I'm history. It's like, I'm gone. Uh, it's, it, it's a pun, but it's still saying I'm leaving. And specifically the line, cause I've been dying to leave in there implies that there's, he's not just leaving because he has to, there's a strong desire to get away. Um, and then in the second half of the verse, you get kind of this feeling, uh, start getting the feeling of the, um, negative effect that leaving and forcing himself into a situation where he doesn't have human connections is, um, the negative effect that it's having on him. And you get the line, riding a dirt bike down a turnpike always takes its toll on me. Again, you've got the wordplay of, you know, turnpike and toll but it's also talking about the toll or effect that it's taking on him emotionally uh, yeah and i also like the line where's that line there that you just read um yeah i'll ride the range and hide all my loose change in my bedroom and i I just think to me that's a captain nemo's uh line i mean (laughs) his range is the ocean right he's riding the range in the ocean and but it's all his loose things all his thoughts all his they 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 belong just in his bedroom and like you said he doesn't really interact with his crew so it's all caught up he's all caught up in himself and he's he's on the range which is for him is the ocean everything that he thinks and does and feels it's all caught up in himself so it's all that loose change is left in his bedroom he has no one to share it with absolutely so then uh moving on a little bit and this song doesn't have a really specific structure with the the verses and chorus so uh just moving on to the next part i guess says i've had just about enough of quote diamonds in the rough because my backbone is paper thin, get me out of this cavern or I'll cave in. Uh, so um, you got kind of this feeling of him being fed up, that it's like he he's doesn't want to have to deal with 
all of these um, things that humanity thinks are good that he sees as being really terrible. And then uh, the line, uh, get me out of this cavern or I'll cave in, is the thing that really drew me to this song uh, for him because you've got this really strong feeling of like as everything is is kind of going downhill and he's uh, everything's getting worse and worse he's still feeling like he needs to get away even more and more and at the same time kind of collapsing in on himself like the cave caving in then uh, moving on I guess says if the bombs go off, the sun will still be shining, because we've heard it said that every mushroom cloud has a silver lining, though we're always undermining too deep to know. So, if you're at all familiar with the story, you might kind of have an idea of what feeling this is invoking for me uh, with his character, and uh, I won't spoil it too much. So, so that's true, but also this is this just goes harks kind of back to what you were talking about before, where he's just sick of wars and contentions and fighting, and and so he just is is sick of it all. And then, of course, he's got his own ideas, um, and and so he's got in his own mind, he's got these silver linings for all these technologies that that people are using for war that he would like to use for something else but so so you have this definitely that definite kind of idea going on in his mind yeah absolutely and then the line at the end of that that says we're always undermining too deep to know uh really like i love that i think that that plays to him so well because it's like the the too deep to know he's he's undermining himself by uh causing himself all of this emotional grief but at the same time, he doesn't really recognize the fact that he's the problem. He's blaming it on other people. So it's it's getting to the point where it's too deep for him to even understand fully that he is the problem himself. Uh, then next part says, Swallow a drop of gravel and blacktop because the road tastes like winter green. The wind and the rain smell of oil and octane mixed with stale gasoline. And that kind of invokes kind of the feeling of like, um, humanity's like industrial uh, side and like the the damage that we're doing to nature and stuff that really bothers him. It's also it's also interesting because it's a reversal, right? It's the 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 road, the gravel, and the blacktop taste like wintergreen, but the rain, the natural stuff, smells like gasoline and octane, and so it's, it's kind of reversal of um, what's real. And I and I think both that goes back to his. What, how he feels about humanity, but it also goes to how he feels about himself. He's becoming the the bad guy, right? He's becoming the villain, but he can't see that. So he is the blacktop, yeah. and he is the 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 gravel. But he tastes wintergreen. He tastes nature in himself, even though he himself, because of his rancor and his you know, just the way he feels about humanity, he himself has become uh, the destruct the destructor. Yeah. Um, rather, and and so it's just an interesting play on, um, on, on that reversal of the man-made thing having the taste of the of nature and nature having the smell of the man-made products. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really uh, good point. That's something I. Don't know if I've even noticed in the song before that much, which is uh, a neat new thing for me to learn about a song that I really like. Uh, then the next part um, 
says, uh, I'll soak up the sound trying to sleep on the wet ground. I'll get 10 minutes, give or take, because I just don't foresee myself getting drowsy when cold integrity keeps me wide awake. So that's kind of this feeling of um, he feels like he's the good guy. He's the one who's doing the right thing. Uh, but in that uh, that feeling that he has, feeling like he's the one who has integrity, it's still keeping him awake. It's still causing him grief. And it's cold, right? He says cold integrity is keeping me awake. In other words, he doesn't have feelings for people anymore. He's lost the ability to feel, and now all of his integrity is this cold integrity that uh, because because he's been away and, and taken himself away from humankind for so long, he's lost the ability to empathize. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's definitely true. That's a, a big feeling that you get for his character in the story. Um, so then the song says, get me out of this cavern or I'll cave in. Again, kind of giving that, that feeling of collapse. Uh, and then the last part, I'll keep my helmet on just in case my head caves in. Because if my thoughts collapse or my framework snaps, it'll make a mess like you wouldn't believe. Tie my handlebars to the stars so I stay on track. And if my intentions stray, I'll wrench them away. Then I'll take my leave and I won't even look back. Uh, And so I love this being the ending uh, because it really gives you this feeling of he's almost questioning what he's doing. He's almost thinking, could this be the wrong path? Could this be wrong? And then he's kind of forcing himself into uh, in, into doing what he's doing. He's convincing himself that he can't be wrong, tying his handlebars to the stars so that he has to go in the same direction uh, and then ending it off with the line, I won't even look back, that you've got this feeling of maybe uh, there's something that he's missing, but uh, he's not going to change. He's unwilling to uh, and that's kind of a big part of the push and pull that you get in the story between him uh, and the doctor, who's the main point of view character, um, that the doctor kind of, he really uh, looks up to Captain Nemo in a lot of ways and appreciates a lot of his uh, ideas, but he doesn't totally agree with all of the bad things he's doing and he wants him to change, and Captain Nemo is kind of being very resolute in this is my ideas this is the way that i feel and i'm not going to listen to anyone else absolutely so this is this is a great song for captain nemo and and those of you who don't know this story i highly recommend you look you look it up because it is a fantastic story um disney made a great a great uh, movie version of it. It doesn't really follow the book 100%, obviously, as most movies don't. Um, but it has a really good feeling to it, and it's an enjoyable movie as well. So, um, Seth, any last words you want to say about Captain Nemo and the song? Um, I don't know. I feel like this song just captures his character so well. There's not much more that I can add to it. I'm just so impressed with how well that was able to line up. I feel a lot similar to the Percy Jackson episode where it's like everything was exactly describing how I feel about this character. And and, and interestingly, this one really kind of covers more of the feelings, like the emotional state of the character. Whereas with the Percy Jackson, we were, we were following more of just the kind of almost the action of the story. 
And in this one, we're following more of the real, the feelings and emotions of the character. So it's interesting as you, as you do, as you pick theme songs, again, remember, they're not all going to fit and line up every part of that story with the song and that's okay. Um, so again, we, we appreciate you guys listening. We've, we've really, we really enjoy this. We are, we're having a good, we're having fun anyways, right, Seth? Definitely, yeah. Um, and so hopefully you guys are having fun with this, but hopefully you're also learning something and learning that you can, that you can, uh, um, what do you call it? Increase your understanding of literature and your understanding of music by pairing literary characters and music. And that through that, you can also find ways to improve your own understanding of yourself through music and literature. So go out, read a good book listen to good music.